were safe, because only I and you and Doc Gamble know about this. But if the old-timer heard about it, he'd spread Hello it around. Hello there, kids. Hi, daughter. Hi, Johnny. Hello, Mr. Old-timer. Uh, Just on my way back to the market, daughter. You need anything? I'll take a look in the kitchen. We're always running out of something. Okay, daughter. Take your time. I'll sit here and chat with the boy for a spell. Johnny? What's new? Oh, not a thing, old-timer. Been very quiet around here. Oh, you know me, son. Always interested in the news. No item too large or too small. Nothing happened lately at all? No, no, not a thing. Don't have to be big news, Johnny. Like the time you got your head caught in the grating and had to have it sawed off. At the grating, I mean. Any little item of interest to brighten my day? No, no, no news at all. Well, I'm disappointed, son. Of all the people on my route... You can call them people. You're the one fella I can usually count on for news. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Nothing happened today at all. Well, I guess you're resting up, Johnny. Resting? Yeah. After all, a fella that walks in his sleep the same night of a jewel robbery and then runs down to the police station to compare the clues and leaves his overcoat button with the gendarmes by mistake and they send it to the crime lab. Oh. Well, a fella like that's had a busy day, haven't you, son? Well, you've had a busy day, haven't you, son? Oh, my gosh. Where did you hear about that? About the cops having my overcoat button? Heard you telling Doc Gamble the other day, Johnny. I was in the next office having a splinter took out at the time. You got a good loud voice on you, son. Oh, for the... Doggone it, I've been trying to keep this quiet till I can figure out some way out of it. My gosh, Don't I... worry about a thing, son. It's our secret. I won't tell a soul. Good. Bessie won't tell either. I made her promise. What? Her and her mother both promised not to tell nobody. Oh, my gosh, you... Couldn't get Bessie's papa to promise anything, but don't worry about him, son. He don't go near the cops. We'll keep your secret Oh, and... this is ridiculous. Molly, hey, Molly, bring my hat. Let's go see a lawyer. This is getting out of hand. There's more fun with the McGee's shortly. Your Easter Seal Society has assumed the responsibility of seeing that no crippled child in your community goes without any of the things he needs to live a happy and normal life. When you make your Easter Seal contribution, you're helping your society meet this responsibility. You are providing medical care for the correction or improvement of crippling conditions, physical and occupational therapy for the strengthening and training of muscles, transportation so that crippled children can attend special schools and medical centers, camping and other recreational activities, Special instruction for parents of crippled children to help them solve their many special problems. Job training and placement for handicapped people. Yes, your Easter seal dollar goes a long way. It works year-round for crippled children. So give to your Easter seal society today. Mail your check in that bright yellow envelope that came with your Easter seals. Or send your contribution to Crippled Children, care of your local postmaster. <laughs> What's the name of this attorney we're going to see, and where'd you hear about him? Barrow is his name. Clarence Barrow. Sounds familiar. They say he's got the makings of a great criminal lawyer. He's the guy that when Mort Toops got jugged on that beef New Year's Eve where Mort got sore and slugged the cop, this lawyer sprung him. Mm. You know, Mort's looked a little sprung ever since. <laughs> Come on in, this is the building here. Now, you better let me do the talking when we get in there. I want to feel this guy out first. I don't want to blab too much till I know if he can take the case. That's his door down there, Clarence Barrow, attorney. Yeah. You know, this is going to be a great case for him to handle. Make a reputation for yourself. After you, my dear. 
that's him. Good afternoon, folks. Something I can do for you? Well, not exactly for us, Mr. Barrow. We're here about a friend of mine. Friend of yours? In some sort of trouble, is he? Oh, is he? Up to here. Please, Molly. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, this is my wife. That's good. Now, who are you? Well, she... Huh? Oh, well, I'm her husband, didn't I tell you? McGee is our name. Mr. and Mrs. McGee. How do you do, I'm sure? Fine. Well, now that that's all settled about this friend of yours, Mr. McGee, just what sort of uh, trouble is he in? Well, this is going to be a little hard to explain. Now, let's see. Well, first, first of all, you've heard about the jewel robbery at the McDonald home last week. Yes, read about it in the papers. Phantom burglar, wasn't it? The only clue the police have is an overcoat button. Well, that's what I'm here to see you about. Uh, that button. The one the cops have. It's mine. I mean, my friend's. You see, he lost one the night of the crime, and the police found one, so he was worried. Naturally. Any crook who's careless enough oh, to... Oh, I didn't them. steal the jewels. I mean, he, he didn't steal the jewels. Uh, we're innocent. Both of you, huh?